With the Capital One Saver card, you earn 4% cash back on dining and entertainment. Does that include dinner at that new French place? Yep, 4% cash back there. How about bowling with my friends? Yeah, 4% cash back on that too. Nice. And that'll be a rewarding weekend. Because with the Capital One Saver card, you earn 4% on dining and entertainment. So when you go out, you cash in. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. Capital One Bank, USANA. Roto Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Bringing you up to the minute industry news. Time for me to tell you about the biggest tournament in the history of Daily Fantasy Sports. Interviews from the biggest names in the industry. The one and only Condia. Head Chopper joins us now to talk about this weekend in Daily Fantasy Football. Now on the podcast, Napster Man. And game analysis to save you time and help you build your bankroll. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head game, you are just going to lose. Here is your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. What's up, what's up? It's the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm Josh, Sir Giant, here with my co-host, Travis, Mr. Chalk. Man, going, we'll be filling in for Dan Bach from today to Wednesday, so we're happy to be here with you guys. Travis, how you doing, buddy? Good, good, man. I'm excited for uh, excited to be here for you guys. Uh, filling in for Dan for the next couple of days, so I uh, can't wait to uh, talk about some DFS. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, you know, we love uh, getting any opportunity to hop on and talk with you guys and do the podcast. It's a lot, you know, lots of fun. Uh, if you guys haven't, you should check out our weekend grind podcast. Travis and I do every weekend. Uh, you know, lots lots of fun we have there. So, uh, but we're here now, so it's going to be it's going to be a good time. We got a nice. Uh, Monday slate here for baseball, 11 games starting at 7.05 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, before we hop into this, go ahead, give us both a follow on Twitter. My handle is at RealJoshuaGiant. You can follow Travis at TravisMangone. That's at Travis, M-A-N-G-O-N-E. Um, yeah, we got we got a, a good slate here, man. Lots of games. Uh, what do you say we just uh, hop right into the analysis, Travis? That sound good to you? Yeah, let's jump right in. All right, we're going to start with pitching as we normally do. You know, it, it'd only be right to start with the top option on the slate. That's Clayton Kershaw going against the Mets. Game run total is 7. Mets implied team total at 2.41 runs. Lowest on the board. Not a surprise going against Clayton Kershaw. You know, the Mets have a very potent offense, but, um, you know, that offense is really focused on hitting right-handed pitching. They have extreme drops in ISO and WOBA. Uh, you know, just you know, the extreme drops in, in uh, just runs produced per game against left-handed pitching. So you always got to look at pitchers, uh, left-handed pitchers going against the Mets. But when you get Kershaw, who's a lefty at home in Dodger Stadium, where it's a pitcher's park, uh, you know, just it's kind of hard to you know uh, to look past that. You know, it's kind of a no-brainer in cash games. Priced at 26k on our sponsor. Fantasy draft, um, you know, thirteen point five on DraftKings. Uh, you know, it, it's this is a, a spot where I think it's kind of a no-brainer. Just put Kershaw into your cash games. Uh, you know, it's I think it'd be hard to to overthink this one here. But uh, what do you think, Travis? Do you think that Kershaw is the top play on this slate for pitching? Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm on one pitcher sites, on two pitcher sites, doesn't matter. I'm gonna play uh, Kershaw over at Fantasy Draft uh, for twenty six thousand dollars. I'm gonna play Kershaw in, in cash. He's he's my top option. If I could get him in tournaments, great. Uh, I would love to. I just don't know if I'll be able to. But with all those Mets lefties in that lineup, like, man, this is kind of like a dream for him, right? Like, who's the guy that we're really worried about? Probably like Cespedes, and like next is Flores. And I know Flores hits lefties well, but this is Clayton Kershaw. This isn't like you know. Uh, this isn't like, you know, just some random lefty. So, uh, like an Adam Morgan, right? This is, this is Clayton Kershaw. So he's the best in the world. Uh, so he's, this is just a dream spot for him against the Mets. Uh, absolutely love him. He's just going to be a guy I want to get in all my lineups. Uh, question is, will I be able to get him, uh, you know, in my, uh, will I be able to get him in my tournament lineups and still love my bats? I think that's the question. I think of course on uh like a two pitcher site, like fantasy draft, I'm sure I'll be able to find a way, uh, just one pitcher site. Sometimes it can be a little more difficult, but, uh, absolutely love Kershaw. Uh, who are you pairing with Kershaw, Josh? Well, that's the tough part here. You know, it's just like, there's, there's a lot of options here that I think there you could give merit to, but you know, it, Nothing that you really feel you're not going to feel as comfortable as you feel like on one pitcher site it's easy you plug Kershaw and then work around that but on two pitcher sites uh, it's it's going to get a little tougher so um, you know 
there's other higher priced options here. Like, you know, you got John Lester going against the Padres who strike out a ton. But as we talked about on, uh, on our podcast uh, this weekend, you know, they really have improved that offense. It's not something that you really want to go out of your way to target too much. It's a lot easier when they're at Petco. You know, you get that park boost. And they do strike out a good amount, but, like, they've they've brought up their WOBA, their team WOBA, their team ISO. They've brought up their team runs produced per game. They've, they've brought up their walk rate. They've brought up, you know, like, they've, they've really, like, done a good job at finding a way to – uh, amp up that offense. However, some of those additions are lefties, you know, so they're going against John Lester, who's a lefty. We do have the wind blowing out at Wrigley to right field, and a little bit of a weather concern, but it doesn't look like it's going to be anything too bad. Um, but yeah, I think that, I mean, you have to consider Lester a little bit here, especially in tournaments, you know. Uh, I'm not saying in, in cash you, you play Kershaw, but if you're looking for like a, a, a pivot with upside here at pitching, I think you go look at Lester. I just, I don't think I could pair the two of them on two pitcher sites and have enough money for bats. That's the issue, you know. So, uh, so I don't know. Uh, how do you feel about Lester here, Travis? Yeah, I can't play Lester, I don't think. Uh, it's in Chicago. Wind's going to be blowing out. Uh, it's not blowing out a ton, right? But it's blowing out 10 miles an hour. So that, that's enough, I feel like, to kind of have me a little concerned with my pitcher. Uh, and then on top of that, we have, uh, you know, a little rain before the game. Don't know. Maybe if it gets pushed back, who knows? Keep, 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 uh, you know, just, just stay, stay by towards lock. And uh, Kevin Roth will give you the uh, update on that. But yeah, uh, I, I just think uh, John Lester against the Padres. Padres have been hitting better, like we talked about. I, I just, I can't get I can't get behind it yet. Uh, I'm not there yet. Maybe I could get there by the end of the day, but for now, I'm not there yet on him. Uh, <clears throat> I would love to get on Kluber, but man, that Baltimore team there just crushing the ball and in that park with the heat and everything. And that game actually has like really bad weather. That's like the main one on the slate. It looks like from what I'm looking at, but uh, yeah, in that park with that wind blowing out and the way that Baltimore team's hitting, I don't think I can get behind Kluber either. I mean, that's tough. And then, like, we have, again, like, another guy who's, you know, kind of in the same tier pitching to Johnny Cueto, right? He's in that kind of Lester Kluber tier, I believe. Uh, and then, uh, so Cueto is going to be pitching in Atlanta. And, like, Atlanta's an offense that's just been crushing the ball. And in Atlanta, I mean, that ballpark, it is a it is a hitter's paradise, man. So that's another thing, like, about Cueto. I mean, I want to get behind Cueto, but uh, it's, it's a tough spot for me uh, to go with Cueto. So those guys, I think I'm just going to pass on and look for one of these cheaper options, Josh. Uh, how about you? Yeah, I think I'm going to do the same. You know, there's some cheaper options that I'm looking at that I think that, uh, you know, might find their way into my, my lineup on two pitcher sites uh, where you need, like, you know, that guy to pair with Kershaw. One guy I've been looking at is Jake Ardozzi here. Um, you know, he's going against uh, Ordorizzi, going against the Reds here at home and uh, – Tropicana, which is a pitcher's park, you know, one of the best pitcher's parks in the league. Uh, you know, the issue is, like, you know, like you said, like, you know, you look at something that looks that, you know, you'd normally look at, and then there's something that kind of sets you off. And he's going against this Reds offense that's just been, you know, no pun intended, red hot lately, you know. And uh, I just don't know if I feel comfortable playing Odorizzi here. You know, it's a huge uh, game total, too, in nine runs. So, like, you know, they're expected to score some runs here. I just... I, I don't know if I feel comfortable, but Odorizzi's definitely been, like, you know, the guy I've been, like, looking at, then not looking at, then looking at, like, playing the hokey pokey with my cash game lives with him there for my second starting pitcher. Um, you know, we're just, like, we're not going to really have a safety net on any of these guys, Travis. That's what it feels like, you know. just It feels like whoever we go to, we're not going to have that kind of safety that we need. So it's kind of it's going to be difficult here. Uh, I don't I don't hate uh, Tanner Rourke so much here, um, even though he's priced up a little bit. Uh, going against the Marlins, he's kind of like, you know, I don't think he'll kill your lineups, you know what I mean? He's a guy that, like, he'll just fill in that spot and not kill you. Like, I don't think he'll he put up He just gets no Ks, man. He gets right. no Ks. Right. I always talk about this. Like, right, never, no upside. So. He's, he's got no upside, but he's not going to give you a negative, you know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. So, like, where do we go then? You know, we can't play Kluber because, you know, he's he's in that weather game. Um, and, you know, the, like you said, that Baltimore offense has been pretty hot, and they're in a hitter's park. Can't play Cueto against, you know, you know in SunTrust. You know, like, that's, it's like, seems, like, tough to, to pay up for him in that spot. So, like, where, where do we go after, after Kershaw, Travis? You lead the way here because I'm having trouble finding out where I want to go. Yeah, I think it's pretty easy. I think it's Brad Peacock against uh, Oakland. I think that's kind of the route I'm going to end up going. I don't see any issue with him here in the spot. I mean, Oakland's a team. Yeah, they they they've been hitting the ball better, you know, recently. Uh, they they swept the uh, I believe they swept the Yankees this weekend. They did right, right? Correct, Josh. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, as a Met fan, I have to rub it in on you, the TD Yankee fan. So, yeah, you you guys got swept this weekend. Uh, but, yeah, so Brad Peacock, uh, I mean, he's been dominant this year, man. I mean, uh, he's, you know, he started out from the bullpen, and he's getting stretched out more and more, and he's, like, totally there where I think we can play him. I mean, against righties, he has a 37.6K percentage against lefties, 33.3%. Uh, and... I mean, he's ground getting a lot of ground balls, which is great, right? I love taking pictures to get tons of ground balls. I mean, he's getting tons of them, like 51.1% against righties uh, and against lefties, 39.5%. And, you know, the fly balls are low. I mean, against righties, they're a little higher at 32.6, but 26.3 against lefties. So that's pretty nice uh, fly ball rate. I'm definitely happy with that. The walks are a little concerning, right? He's got a higher walk rate. And uh, the the thing is the the A's they they're good at like you know throwing lefties at you when you have a righty or uh, when you have a lefty out there you have a righty but when I worry about the A's is when that they have a lefty pitcher on the mound and the righties are out there to hit because they have some lefty mashers. So yeah, I I think Peacock's like the best play right now, um, and. I could see going either way on him. I could see backtracking if I have to look at the A's lineup, right? I have to look at the A's lineup. I'll probably look at some Vegas stuff and I probably want to dive a little deeper in just to make sure. But like, I I think he's the guy, right? Looking at all the numbers very simply, but um, I don't know. It depends on how the rest of the shape plates out and maybe if something else catches my eye, but he's my guy right now. I mean, it's just, and I think it's going to be, you know, he seems like he'll be like the chalky type guy, right? He's been pretty fairly safe. There was the one outing where he got in the negatives against the Angels, and that, and that was mainly it. So I think people are just going to give a pass on that one, and I think they're going to say, oh, it's the A's, uh, you know, he'll be perfectly fine and move on with it. But uh, I, I think he's the guy I want right now, but again, um, the A's have been crushing the ball, and uh, Vegas was pretty spot on with that all weekend long. Uh, they were always, always, always pretty accurate with the, the line movement, saying that to you know to uh, bet the A's. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna be uh, I'll be looking at Peacock a lot. I'll be looking at the Vegas stuff and just kind of diving in deeper on some of these other guys uh, when lineups come out, especially looking at lineups, seeing who's what's out there, seeing how that improves uh, a pitcher's K percentage, blah blah blah. Yeah, well, you know, like I just I got burned on that Brad Peacock chalk night against the Angels, so you know it's kind of tough for me. We also don't have uh, the Vegas total here yet for the game. We don't have any of the lines out, so like it's it's um that's like the one game I think on the slate so far right now. Oh no, there's a couple of games, but that's one of the games that we don't have the numbers for. So I'm just curious to where Vegas is going to put this game. Like Peacock does have elite numbers, you know, like when it comes to like striking out guys on both sides of the play. I do like that he stretched out. He threw almost 100 pitches last game. He isn't a hit, you know, he's in a pitcher's park, which is good. So, you know, there are some good points there. Uh, I guess he's someone I kind of overlooked. Um, and uh, after you brought him up here, I could definitely see him uh, being a cash game option. Uh, I, don't, I just, I don't think that he's going to he hurt you too bad here in this matchup. Uh, 15.6k on our sponsor site, uh, Fantasy Draft. So that's that's a that's a fair price there to pair him up with Kershaw. Um, yeah, so I think that that's that's a good look. Um, it does get pretty ugly after that though, Travis, doesn't it? On the slate, as far as pitching is concerned. Yeah, for sure. Real quick, I, I have the run total on a, on a different like Vegas site. Uh, what's your guess? What's your guess on uh, the A's run total? They're just team total. Uh, probably I'd say like 3.8. Uh, 4.2. Oh, that was close. Yeah, yeah and, it, yeah. and the Astros are four point nine, so it like averages to it goes that ends up batting up to like I don't know, let's add up to ten. Yeah, I no, think I, nine, nine, to nine. I'm I, I think I think I think Peacock could get the win here. You know, I think that they're gonna hit Gossett, but I, you know, I also don't want to sleep on this Gossett kid too bad because like, you know, I know that Vegas has that that run total high for the Astros, but if you look at his numbers, I mean. He, he has pretty good ground ball stuff, man. You know, he's just been getting, they, they, you know. The Astros just don't strike out, man. Like, they, like they're like they another, they're in like the team don't strike out. Like, they just don't. Yeah, I'm not worried about them striking out. I'm just worried about, you know, where is that contact going to go? Are they going to hit a ton of ground balls? Like, you know, are they going to, like, it, it it's, it's, it's going to be like one of those, is this kid just going to come out and give us like one of those Ty Blatch performances where, you know, he's just super efficient, doesn't strike anyone out, but just, you know, just keeps getting guys out, you know, like it's, it's tough. It's tough to make this uh, to make this decision here. I mean, uh, ultimately, I think that if Vegas has that uh, run total, you know, they obviously do a lot more uh, deeper research than we do here sometimes. So, um, you know, I would trust it, and I think that you could look at the Astros bats then. But I don't know. Just looking at this kid's numbers, it's got this kid Gossett like his his ground ball numbers. That's that's what's scaring me the most is efficiency. So, um, but yeah, uh, after that, I mean, you don't want to look at. Um, 
you don't want to look at Estrada in Texas, you know. Like, that's, like, just not, not where you want to go. Those Rangers bats can hit. You know, they've been hitting well, and they're home, which is a hitter's park. Uh, I don't think you want to look at uh, Jason Hamill or Hector Velasquez. Uh, obviously not looking at Anibal Sanchez. Sam Gaviglio is just, like, like pitches, pitches the contact. Like, that's all he does. Uh, what about Zach Wheeler here, though? I mean, I know the Dodgers bats have been super hot, but, I mean, he does get the park upgrade throwing in uh, Dodger Stadium. Um, how, you, how do you feel about Wheeler here? I mean, I guess I could get behind it. I'd pair him in Kershaw and hope it's a pitcher's duel. I mean, you're not expecting the win, so don't expect the win with Zach Wheeler because I don't think that I, – I I'm not expecting the win from that because I feel like Kershaw's going to really just crush the Mets. But uh, I wouldn't expect the win. If you get it, you know, just be uh, – you know, be happy you somehow pulled it off. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I, I think you get behind it. Uh, I think it could it could be an option to go, but I don't think that's where I'll go. Um, he's kind of one of those guys that might be uh, outside looking in. Uh, I think I'd have more interest in taking a risk in tournaments on Scott Feldman against Tampa. I know Tampa's like crushing the ball, and it's like uh, it's hard to like say this, but like they strike out a ton, right? Uh, so if they're not on, like Scott Feldman could have himself a day, and Scott Feldman hasn't been that bad this year. Uh, so I could kind of get behind it, right? Like, like I said, like Tampa, we all know they strike out a ton. I mean, it's pretty simple. Uh, and Scott Feldman, I mean, he's had, he's had a pretty good, uh, you know, fly ball rate this year on righties is 24.8% against lefties. It's, uh, 20.2%. Like that's, that's pretty low. Like, uh, yeah. So, um, He's a guy I want to get behind, I think as a, as a tournament option. And I, when I play him in a tournament, I understand that, you know, that, that entry is kind of, you know, very risky, right? Like I'm not like feeling really good about Scott Feldman. It's just like, that's the nature of the slate. Those are the, these are kind of the pitchers we're looking at down here. And if I'm paying down this low uh, on fantasy draft for 12 K, like uh, there's upside there though, against this type of offense. And if we want to talk about offenses that strike out a ton, uh, I don't know what team you're on. It's like, are you on team Garrett Cole stinks or team Garrett Cole is good. Like, I, I don't know what team I'm on. Yeah. I don't know what team I'm on. I really have no clue with this guy. Like it's just, it, it doesn't make any sense, but look at his game log, right? 20.15 minus 0. 0.7, 7.25, 2.65 minus 2.7. 20.75, 16.95. I mean, it's all over the place. It's absolutely everywhere. So, uh, the question with him is, is like, I mean, it's against the, it's against Milwaukee. There's K upside. It's a huge park downgrade though for him. So that's the one thing you have to keep in mind. Uh, so that's definitely going to hurt him. But if you, if you believe in him, I mean, there's upside there at 14.8 K there's upside for sure. Uh, I just, I'll have trouble getting behind it. I might sprinkle some exposure. Depends on how many teams I'm playing, I think. And but it, it hurts to say it, right? Like I don't feel good about them. I don't feel good about these guys going out there. And I didn't mind your Odorizzi play, like you said, um, especially because uh, Vegas is pretty down on the Reds, like four point one nine on the Reds total. And uh, again, like I said with Scott Feldman, like Razor at a four point eight one. I understand that, like, but they just strike out a ton. So if they're not hitting the ball well, he could have a huge game. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of the nature of a lot of these pitchers, right? There's, there's a lot of risk with all of them. Uh, so like, I don't, I don't want to play, of course the gas can Annabelle Sanchez. I'm not playing him. Uh, Clayton Kershaw against the Cubs. I'm going to pass on that or not Clayton Kershaw, Clayton Richard against the Cubs. I'm going to pass on that. Dylan Bundy's in that weather game and even against Cleveland in that park with the, with the hot weather. And I, I just don't think it's the best idea against Cleveland to, to play Dylan Bundy. Uh, you know, you talked about like Estrada, obviously in the Texas game, no, no, thanks. Austin Bibbins, uh, Derek's, uh, I'd pass on him too. in that hot weather game in Texas just doesn't make a ton of sense. And this Lino pass, uh, oh, Ari Dickey, no chance. Like, you know, you know, the drill with Ari Dickey, he's a gas can out there nowadays. Matt Garza against Pittsburgh. That's a terrible option too. Like Pittsburgh's like the favorite in this game. Pittsburgh's never really a favorite, honestly. And look at that. They're a favorite in this game. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, I have I have a hard time with Garrett Cole. I have a hard time with Garrett Cole here. I just don't like targeting pitchers in Milwaukee, you know, um, especially you know he's had his struggles against lefties, and they have a lot of hard hitting lefties in this lineup now. You know, you got Sogard, Thames, Travis Shaw. You know, like like those guys could really hit him well, and even their righties have been hitting the ball well too. So you know, especially at home. So I think that I'm going to stay away from the Garrett Cole. And I. I, I I do like him in certain spots. I just don't think that this is a spot where I want to target him, you know? Yeah. 
I get behind it. I think. Uh, I, I think if like as the day goes on, you know, run totals going down. Uh, I can see myself getting talked into it just because it's bad down here, man. Like I don't. We have to play a second one, and uh, they're all not so great. But you know, I think I'm just gonna like look for an upside spot in tournaments. I think that's the route I'm gonna go. And then in cash, uh, it looks like at the moment for me, it's a uh, Peacock and Kershaw. I'm gonna like look at them. But uh, are you, I think I'm all set with pitching. How about you, Josh? Yeah, I think that's where I'm at. So it's obviously just play Clayton Kershaw and cash. And then um, for for your second starting pitcher, I think that we both agreed that uh, you know after you gave your pitch, uh, I think that uh, Brad Peacock is probably the the best uh, second option on two pitcher pitcher sites in cash games. I think I think we both agreed you could look at Odorizzi, and if you want to look at Garrett Cole in tournaments, you can too. Does that sound about right? Yep, sounds about right to me. All right, let's move on to the catcher position here. Uh, you know, there's some good options here on the slate. We got a lot of games with some good hitting catchers, so. Um, you know, it's going to come down to where you want to go. Uh, Travis, where are you looking at a catcher on the slate? Yeah, so uh, the nice thing about Fantasy Draft is we don't have to play catchers. Uh, that that That's always great. Uh, catcher is a spot I never like playing. I don't know about you guys, but it's just there's never options that I really want to play, uh, if I'm being honest. But looking at the catcher spot, uh, you know, if I could pay for Buster Posey in Atlanta against R.I. Dickey, man, I would love to play him. Uh, that would just be a perfect spot for him if I had the money, but I don't know if I'll end up having the money, especially in my cash games with like a guy like Clayton Kershaw on the slate. That's going to be a problem. So likely uh, on Kershaw days, I'm normally looking at looking to punt a lot. Uh, that's normally the route I end up taking. Uh, so I, I kind of wait for lineups to come out, obviously, but I, I try to guess ahead of time and say, here's the guys that I'm looking at, uh, you know, to... I think against Odorizzi, like a Devin Mezzarocco is not a terrible option. Um, if... If James McCann was in the lineup against Caviglio, I could sort of get behind it. Uh, I'm just going to look for cheap guys, right? I don't really have one silly on my radar. Like, Wilson Contreras is a guy who sticks out, like, a ton. He's a guy that, against the lefty, makes a ton of sense that wind blowing out a little bit. Uh, and then, you know, those catchers in that Milwaukee-Pittsburgh game make sense. Uh, the Manny Pinas, the Jet Bandy, and if that uh, Diaz guy from Pittsburgh, he hits the ball pretty well. If he's a nerd catcher, he's got a good bat in a good park. I think those are the guys that are really sticking out to me as my favorite catchers, uh, just because I like to punt uh, specifically. How about you? Uh, I'm trying to punt and just to kind of save salary so I can fit in Kershaw. How about you? Yeah, I like to punt too. I mean, like you said, I think if you have the if you have the cat for Posey and SunTrust, you should definitely try to get him in there. But uh, if not, I do like to go cheaper too. I think that you said, you know, Pena is a good play. I agree with that. I think Russell Martin's definitely in play here on the slate in that Texas game. Um, yeah, and, Russell Martin too. That's a good call. That's a really he, he's a really good play tomorrow. Yeah, um, you know, just the, the issue. You know, the weather is going to be good. You know, just the issue is, uh, you know, where. Where can we save cap? And he's kind of priced a little bit up here. So, like, the thing is with Russell Martin here and, and this whole Blue Jays offense, they have a huge implied team total, man. Like, you know, one of the one of the tops on the slate here. They have, you know, 5.38 implied team total. So I think that you, you should definitely try to get some pieces, you know, get some stock in this Toronto offense today. Uh, Wilson Contreras at home against a lefty is definitely something that's interesting, uh, something that you can look at. And... Uh, yeah, if James McCann is in the lineup, he's super cheap. You know, the, you know they're going against the righty though, so we'll see where that goes. It just depends on where, where the Detroit goes with their their lineup card here. Uh, yeah, so that, that's where I'm at right now. That's where I'm looking. Yeah, that that that, that sounds about right to me. I want to get out of catcher. I mean, we're over at fantasy draft here. We don't have to play those catchers. We can hop over to first base and talk about a position that's actually good. All right, let's go to first base and Travis kick us off. Yeah, so first base, a uh, guy I absolutely love today uh, is, of course, Eric Thames. I mean, the guy's crushing the ball against Garrett Cole. Uh, it makes a ton of sense uh, here. If if I think uh, no matter what you believe on Garrett Cole, I mean, Eric Thames is the scariest guy in this offense, and he's a guy I would definitely want to have exposure to. Uh, another guy I like a ton is Brandon Belt against R.A. Dickey. I mean, this is a great spot for him. You get at some cheap price tags on some sites, and, I mean, Dick uh, Brandon Belt is, seems like a great option against R.A. Dickey. Uh, Dickey is kind of like a, you know, one of those guys that is just an absolute gas can. And I think, uh, I'll have a lot of exposure to these, uh, giants, uh, in, with this park upgrade. I mean, we've seen them right when they go to cores, like they absolutely just mashing cores all the time, whenever they go there, when they go from giant stadium, to cores, and like kind of joke that this Atlanta stadium is like kind of, kind of cores, uh, cores light a little bit. Uh, it's got, it's, it's, it's very good for hitters. It's, it's not, it's like, you know, the top three are probably, uh, cores, 
uh, Chase Field, and then uh, Atlanta's probably right there. So, uh, yeah, Brandon Belt's a guy I'm going to have a ton of exposure to. I think he's a great option. Uh, if the game goes, man, like Edwin Arcanacion, is there anyone hotter than him right now, man? He's uh, he's, he's hotter than Hansel right now. He's just crash. He's just mashing the ball. Uh, his exit velocity lapsed for 15 days, 93 miles an hour. Batter ball distance, 253. Like, he's just crushing the ball. Hit two home runs, I believe, yesterday. Uh, so, yeah. Edwin Arcanacion is absolutely crushing the ball. I would like him a ton. Uh, and then uh, Kendris Morales and uh, your boy, uh, Justin Smoke. Uh, I mean, those Blue Jays first baseman, I'm going to have a ton of exposure to and like. Uh, what you, I'm guessing you like Smoke today, Josh? Oh, yeah. Free Smoke, free Smoke. Always, man. You know that. So this is, a, this is a good spot for him. I like him a lot. I would go him over Morales. Yesterday I said I like Morales. He went ahead and hit a home run. Uh, in this spot, I do like Smoke better. So I'd go with Smoke here. I love that we just have to interchange between these first basemen on Toronto, like you know, like based on the matchup. I just think that Smoke is the better play here now. You know, I I like the zig to Smoke when everyone's on Morales, and then zag back to Morales when everyone's on Smoke. It's a lot of fun. So, uh, so I think we're back on Smoke now. I think yesterday was Morales day, today is Smoke day. So I like him there um, a lot. I also do like Eric Dames. I like your call on Eric Dames here. I think that he's going to be very popular, um, you know, especially at home in that matchup against uh, Garrett Cole. So I think that you know you're in a good spot there by putting him in there. I also don't mind some like Mitch Moreland here against Jason Hamill. I think that's someone that we could look at. He's been hitting the ball well, uh, you know, and he hits righties really well, and that's you know that's what he does. He'll probably be batting cleanup, so that's a good spot to look. And uh, I don't mind some Danny Valencia as a tournament play, man. You know, I do like these Seattle bats a lot against Anibal Sanchez. We know uh, how hard this guy gets hit. So, like, you, you want to target bats against him. I think that you're going to get Danny Valencia at a very, very low ownership on this slate. So I think that you could definitely be looking at um, be looking at, at him as well as these other Mariners bats. So um, so that that's where I'm at at first base. Um don't mind some Logan Morrison if you want to go off the board too here with you know get some raise offense in there gets that matchup against Feldman. Uh, it is a it is a, a a bad hitter's park at Tropicana, but you know Logan Morrison has a lot of pop in his bat, and uh, I don't think it's, it would be necessarily crazy to target him. Probably wouldn't use him as a one off. I do like him as as a nice little uh, sneaky temper raise stack though um, in tournaments, so I definitely wouldn't mind looking at him there. And last but not least, I think uh, Brandon Belt, someone you could look at too, uh, going against Dickey. Oh, and how about Ryan Zimmerman going against the lefty here in Miami? Any interest in Zimmerman here? Yeah, I could. I I just don't play him a ton. Uh, I I'd probably more so play him as a one-off. Uh, I think that's kind of the route I would take if I did it. But I I won't I won't argue against it, right? Like the guys have been absolutely crushing the ball. Um, so yeah, I, I think he's a good option. But there's I think there's other first basemen I would. I would prefer to play. Yeah, so I think my top first base option in cash games would be Eric Thames, and I think Valencia would be my top tournament play. How about you, Travis? What's your top cash game and your top tournament play at first base? Oh, that's tough. Um, because salary's a thing, right? Um, and like Brandon Bell is seven two on fantasy draft, and Eric Thames is nine point three. Uh, I'm just gonna give you both, right? Like Thames and Belt are my one and two cash and tournaments. I'll just stick it with that i think you know that's my favorite high tier uh first baseman is things and my favorite lower tier is belt all right sounds good to me you ready to move on to second base yeah let's head over to second all right uh now second base we have some decent options here uh i think that you can look at joe panic going against r.a dickey here i do like this giants offense it's funny because people tend to stay away from them they do have a little bit of a weather concern there so make sure you check the weather page before you lock any of these guys in but uh, panic going against Dickey, you know, like people tend to stay away from that San Francisco offense because early in the year they really struggled. You know, they had one of the lowest uh, power numbers in the league, you know, some of the lowest power numbers, some of the lowest, uh, you know, just team totals as hitters in the league. And I think that, you know, as they're getting healthier now, they're picking back up, they're hitting the ball well. It's a nice sneaky spot to kind of stack them up in good spots like this, especially at SunTrust against a gas can, Mr. Knuckleballer, R.A. Dickey. Um, I think that you could definitely look at panic here. Uh, outside of panic, I think that you could look at uh, maybe some uh, Dustin Pedroia against uh, Jason Hamill. Uh, Jason Hamill's a guy you like to target. Uh, they are in Kansas City, which is not the best hitters park, but you know I think that Pedroia and and some of these Red, uh, Red Sox bats are definitely in play. Um, and I think that you could also look at some Robinson Cano, who's probably my top 
option at second base on this slate against Annabelle Sanchez. Uh, just absolutely mashing, uh, you know, against righties. He just he, he makes it a point to mash against righties. Robinson Cano is like what he does. Uh, I really, really like Robinson Cano here. So I think that I'm going to have a lot of exposure to him, especially uh, lock him in in cash games, in my opinion. That's where I'm probably going to go. So uh, Cano is my top second base option. And I think that uh, outside of him, you could play uh, you could play Panic as my number two. Um, probably Panic in tournaments, and I'd play a lot of Robinson Cano in cash games. But Cano does have the upside for tournaments too, so you know don't be afraid to roll him out there. But that's where I'm at at second base. How about you, Travis? Yeah, I, I like second base a ton today. I think there's uh, tons of options to go. Uh, I think I'll uh, I'll be pan- I'll go go see Panic at the disco with you, Joe Panic. He's a great option. I'm um, I'm a big fan of him. I'll play him in most of my giant stacks. Uh, and then Robinson Cano, I mean, you're spot on with him against Annabelle Sanchez. I mean, Annabelle Sanchez is a guy I want to target. Uh, and I think third base is where uh, second base is where I'll probably end up getting some exposure to him. So, yeah, Annabelle Sanchez is absolute gas can. Uh, he came back and, uh, you know, we lost Bronson Arroyo this week. I mean, I'm poor one out. He's gone from the MLB. But we've been given uh, we've been given a gift. We've been given uh, Annabelle Sanchez. So we need to take advantage of it while we have it. Because, like I said, Bronson Arroyo's. Uh, just been sent to the minors, and I now know all of you listening are upset. So now that you're upset, we have another guy to attack. So uh, just keep that in mind. Like, we don't have a, a, too long to be able to attack these guys because they send them right down. So, uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna play Robinson Cano, like him a ton on this slate. Uh, I, I also think, uh, you know, if that game went against Dylan Bundy, like Jason Kemp, this is an interesting option. I would have interest in him, but probably just throw him my Cleveland stack more. So that's mainly, mainly how I play Cleveland. I throw them in my stack. Uh, I don't really play them as much as one offs. Maybe that's an, uh, not the best idea, but that's just kind of how I normally play Cleveland. Uh, and I mean, I also love uh, Daniel Murphy. I'm always a big believer in him. He's a great hitter. And uh, if I play any national, he's the national I would like to have exposure to. And uh, let's not forget, okay, so Texas and Toronto, they have that. Uh, this is like the rivalry of like the MLB right now, right? Like they both hate each other so much. And it's because Rigan Odor and uh, Jose Batista, man, they threw down and they, you know, punch each other in the face. Or more so, Odor punched Jose Batista in the face. So Odor uh, might be licking his chops for this matchup. Uh, he sent the ball a little better recently, so uh, I'd I have some interest in Odor uh, in this spot. That that's a game you might want to watch and put on the TV because of that uh, little rivalry they have going on. But uh, yeah, I like the Odor a ton as well at second base. Uh, but that's about it for me. There's I think there's tons of options at second to love today, though. All right, so give me your one and two then. Narrow it down. Uh, my one and two. Uh. I think Robbie Cano. I'm gonna go Robbie Cano as my one, and uh, yeah, I, I know we didn't mention Jose Altuve. He's an interesting option too, but yeah. So Robbie Cano is my one, and then my two. I'm gonna go with Joe Panic. Uh, I just like him for like the salary savings, right? Like I'm trying to play Kershaw. He's a cheaper option, so I'll, I'll go with uh, I'll go with Joe Panic as my number two. We did the same exact one and two, man. That's awesome. Cano and Panic are our top two. So there we go. Um, that that should uh, give you listeners uh, some direction on where where you know where we're looking. So uh, yeah, Cano and Panic, top two options at second base. Let's move on to third base now, to the hot corner. Uh, now this is where you know we get some really good options. You know, I I, I like Anthony Rendon against the lefty here. Uh, I like. Uh, Evan Longoria against Scott Feldman. Uh, his price has been dropping back down, so I think this is a good spot to buy low on some Longoria power. Um, we mentioned Travis Shaw against Garrett Cole. I think that he's also an interesting option. Uh, Donaldson in Texas is a good play. You know, like it's it's there's so many Chris Bryant against a lefty. You know, with the wind blowing out, like it, there's just there's so many good options here. Um, one guy that I'll be looking at for salary savings on, on you know it's it's free Kyle Seager day on DraftKings. Did you know that? Like Kyle Seager's free on DraftKings today. How yeah. much is he today? Three point four k. You know, like wait. Gosh, yeah. You know, you just play him. Yeah, like it's such a it's a great matchup for him, and it's going to be tough not to play him in this matchup. I think uh, against a righty. So uh, at that price tag on DraftKings, I don't think you could get away from Kyle Seager. He is priced uh, fairly everywhere else, so you know you're not going to get that same kind of. Uh, discount anywhere so i think that's more of a DraftKings specific play but uh outside of him uh like i said i do i do think that donaldson shaw and uh and rendon are definitely good plays here and um yeah so that that's where i'm at right now at third base i think i'm gonna have a lot of kyle seager and he makes a fine correlation play too if you're gonna play that seattle offense uh lining them up with robinson cano i think would be a you know a nice a nice route to go so uh that's where i'm at how about you travis who are you looking at third base here on the slate 
Yeah, I, I like Kyle Seager-Tunney. He's also like yeah, fantasy draft. He's 6.8K on fantasy draft, which is ridiculous. So uh, especially if we're trying to get Kershaw in, I mean, Kyle Seager's a guy I'm going to have interest in for sure. Love him a lot. Uh, and yeah, you mentioned it, right? Like Chris Bryant against a lefty. You have to like that. That's a good option. Uh, I wouldn't sleep on Justin Turner against Zach Wheeler. He'll probably go unowned. So, uh, you know, I don't think that's a terrible option to go. Uh, he's one of those guys that I just want to mention. He probably missed the cut for me though. But like, if you, I mean, man, like uh, if Wheeler blew up, right? Like I'm just like thinking aloud. If Wheeler blows up and we get that Mets bullpen too, like that's even better. So probably something I would just do in a Dodger stack, but I don't know if I'll end up going there. I wish I could play Eduardo Nunez. He's questionable. I would love him in this spot. Uh, have I'd have a ton of exposure to him, but I don't think he's going to play with that injury. In that Texas game, that hot weather, uh, you know, I like him better against the lefty, obviously, but, you know, Donaldson's a great hitter. He can hit righties really well, too. So Donaldson's a guy I'm definitely going to play, too. I think he's a great option. I mean, it's a loaded third base position and lots of ways to go. Um, Josh, give me your, your top two ones and then I'll give you mine. Uh, my top two, I'd probably go with Seager for the savings. Um, if he's, if he's cheap on your site, like fantasy draft or DraftKings, I, I like Seager a lot in cash games, even if he's priced a little bit higher, like on FanDuel, I think that you can look at him there. Um, my, and, uh, my number two would be Chris Bryan at home with the wind blowing out, you know, not crazy blowing out 10 miles an hour, but still blowing out against a lefty and Clayton Richard. We always got to target Chris Bryant against lefties. So that, that's going to be my one and two combo at third base. And uh, Donaldson's not, not, not far behind. Uh, how about you, Travis? Where are you looking at your one and two? Yeah, uh, yeah I think for me it's uh, – I'm going to go Donaldson as my one. I like him a ton in this spot. And then uh, I'll probably go Chris Bryant too. I'm just I'm just gonna spend up to spend him at the top. But I'll you know if I'm playing Seattle, I want to put I want to put Kyle Seager in my Mariner stacks. I'm sure. So uh, and it's just just a nice price savings there. So I understand that. But yeah, those are the guys I like. Uh, it's a it, it's just tons of guys to love here at this spot. And uh, you know I, I you gotta get the third base right. I feel like on this slate. Yep, yep, that's for sure. All right, let's move on to shortstop. Uh, shortstop, we have some interesting options, some some guys to pay up for. We also have some value paying up. You can look at Trey Turner here. Uh, I think that this Washington offense is going to go pretty under-owned, and they are priced up, so it makes sense for them to go under-owned. So I think you can get a little bit of an edge if you find a way to fit some uh, some of those Nationals bats into your lineup. You know, they do well. You'll probably be, uh, you'll probably be pretty ahead of the field as far as uh, ownership percentages um, concerned. Uh, I also think that we could look at Corey Seager against Zach Wheeler. I think that he's a fine play. Uh, Carlos Correa, obviously, uh, always in play. This kid's just been smashing the ball, so you got to look at him too. But uh, I think that my top option here is going to be Brandon Crawford. Uh, you know, just a little trend here. You see me uh, talking about these San Francisco bats, you know, along with uh, Panic. We talked about Belt too and uh, Posey if you had the money. I think that Crawford, you know, comes at a great discount on the slate uh, going against... R.A. Dickey, the gas can, and SunTrust, I think that this is a common theme. Uh, I think that we should definitely be looking at Brandon Crawford here, especially in your cash games where you want to you know, get some, some cap savings so you get Kershaw in there. Uh, I think that he makes a fine play. And I think uh, it wouldn't be too crazy to target some Tulo here, too, in Texas uh, in, in this game and try to get, like I said, try to get, you want to get some stock in this Blue Jays offense on this slate. I think that Tulo is not a bad route to go to get some stock in him too. And he makes a fine pairing along with like Donaldson or like Batista or wherever you want to go there, or Russell Martin. So I think that Tulo is, is, is a nice guy to target, but yeah, my top option is going to be Brandon Crawford here. Uh, how about you, Travis? Who are you looking at at shortstop? Yeah, kind of boring, but that's my top option too. Brandon Crawford, right? Like on fantasy draft, we don't, we don't need the play of, short stops but like he's 6.4k and i'm trying to get kershaw on my lineup so uh he's a nice savings uh, i again i agree kind of i like the giants a lot today too <clears throat> i think they're in a good spot and i think crawford's like my favorite shortstop if i had to pick uh these guys at the top right like trey turner correa seager Lindor's probably gonna you know weather so hopefully you know we don't, don't have to worry about him and like Xander Bogarts, he just hit two home runs. I'm not chasing that game at all. I think I'm just going to pass on the all these guys at the top. And I think I'm just going to kind of pay down and uh, look for a cheap option. Look at the lineup spot, see what happens. Like, you know, throw a too low in Texas. Throw an Elvis Andrews in Texas, right? Those They're in good game environments. Elvis Andrews has been hitting the ball really well this year. I think Elvis Andrews is a really good option you want to consider. Uh, he's, he's pretty close to Brandon Crawford for me. I mean, I think it's a great spot against Estrada. 
Uh, but Crawford's my one uh, at the moment. Taylor Motter, like he's an option for Seattle. We talked about Seattle bats a little bit. You can throw him in there to be a little contrarian. He's a pretty decent hitter. Uh, and then just, uh, you know, be on the lookout for some of these cheap guys. I don't know who will be in there that's like super cheap, uh, but if you can get those guys, uh, and especially on like sites where you have to play a shortstop, like I'm a big fan of just punting the position, and uh, especially on Kershaw days, right? Like Kershaw days, I normally try to punt where where I can, and I think shortstop's a spot where I'll definitely consider doing that. So, uh, yeah, uh, that that's kind of it for me at shortstop. It's pretty pretty simple. All right, so what's your one and two then at shortstop? Uh, Crawford and Andrews, I'll probably go with them. Uh, if I have the money to spend up, of course, I love, you know, these guys towards the top, but I, from my build, it's just, I don't think I'm going to be able to get up to those guys. And I don't think there's an elite spot there where I'm like itching to play one of those guys. Yeah. I'll, I'll go with Crawford and Tulo will be my one and two then. That's going to be where I'm going to be looking at short. All right, let's move on to outfield now. This is where it gets fun. So many options here and outfield on this slate. So it's just going to come down, I think, to your roster builds and where you want to correlate and where you want to get... Uh, you know, pieces of your offense here. I, you know, if you listen to the weekend grind, you know that I like to try to target uh, outfielders, you know, try to pick two from the same team in a good spot because usually if one's in a good spot, the other's in a good spot too. So you want to try to consolidate and target two of them there. Um, that's usually where I go with my roster construction as far as correlation is concerned. Uh, but uh, yeah, Travis, you kick us off here at outfield. Who are you looking at at outfield? Yeah, so uh, if I have the money, like if I can play this guy, I want to play this guy, it's it's Nelson Cruz uh, against Annabelle Sanchez. He's an absolute gas can. If I have the money, I would love to play Nelson Cruz. I mean, he's definitely my my top my top outfielder on this slate. Uh, it's pretty simple. Love him a ton. Uh, then there's Joey Bats. I uh, love him. He's a little a little cheaper in some spots uh, around the industry. So Joey Bats is a guy. He's cheaper than normally you get him. I think Joey Bats is a guy I'm going to have a ton of exposure to. Uh, and on fantasy draft, Batista is uh, he is seven point five k. So that's a great tag for him. You know, absolutely like that tag. Uh, he's a guy I'm gonna have a ton of exposure to uh, on this slate. And those Texas outfielders, right against Marco Estrada, you can kind of stack them up. But Chu, Gomez, uh, Mazzara, uh, you can just stack them up. Uh, it's something I do like to do. I like stacking up three outfielders from the same team because it's pretty contrarian because no one ever. Uh, ever like wants to do that. No one ever can actually sit there and click all three and be comfortable with it. I mean, some people can, but it's, it, I think it makes you uh, pretty contrarian pretty quick because people want to get exposure to so many different things because there's all these outfielders that we love. Um, so yeah. Uh, and then there's of course that tires offense. We haven't talked about them a ton, but against Sam Gaviglio, like a guy like JD Martinez, a Justin Upton, like are the com you know, pairing those two in the outfield, like, like you said with that correlation, I think that's not a terrible route to go. I think you could uh, do that and be pretty profitable. And then um, uh, outfielders in that uh, Giants game. Oh, there's not really a ton, right? I was trying to think of the outfielders in the Giants game. There's not a ton. There's Hunter Pence. Yeah, I'd like Hunter Pence and an arts band, an arts band uh, batting first. But then there's like the other guys like the Slater and Hernandez. Those are the guys that normally don't make it in for me. But uh, could be a contrarian option in a tournament if you want it. And if it's a salary saver to help you get Kershaw, I understand that. So, yeah, I like Span, though. If he's batting first against it's all right, Dickey, that's a guy I'm going to have a ton of interest in. Uh, and Pence, too, for sure. Now, what about you, Josh? Who do you like in the outfield? Yeah, I like Hunter Pence, too. You know, I think Hunter Pence is a good play. And the cool thing is about, you know, multi-position eligibility on a site like DraftKings is I could put uh, Belt in the outfield. I could also put Thames in the outfield, so I could play both of them. So I think that's pretty cool. But, um, yeah, I, I think that uh, that's where you're going to draw the line here um, on the San Francisco Giants uh, outfielders. I think Hunter Pence is the guy. You want to get outside of that, you don't want to target anyone else on the Giants outfield. I think Malik Smith, Corey Dickerson, and Rasmus, I think these lefties um, on Tampa Bay are going to go, I think they're going to go very overlooked, especially at home in Tropicana. People don't really like to pick on Feldman as much as you think. So I think you'll get them at a very low ownership, and I think they're in a fine spot here. I think they, they could really have uh, have an explosive day, these these Rays. So uh, I think that, that they're definitely in play. Uh Chu and Mazar, as you mentioned, at home in Texas are definitely definitely fine plays. I do like Batista, especially at that price, and that's a nice route to go. Um, at 7.5, you said on Fantasy Draft is a, is a great price. 3.8 on DraftKings, great price. So uh, I think that you know you could target him. You got that little extra narrative of him and Odor. So I think that uh, he'll come in swinging hard today. Gets in, in a hitter's park and gets you stocked to that Blue Jays offense, which uh, has that high uh, team-implied run total. So... 
I think that that's definitely a good spot to look. Uh, I think that we're not picking on Matt Garza enough. We really haven't mentioned too many Pirates. I think that uh, Frazier and Polanco are definitely fine plays here. Polanco being extra cheap, you know, so I think that that's a good spot to go. I don't mind, you know, I also don't even mind a little bit of McCutcheon if you want to get him in there too. Uh, I think that Garza is an absolute, you know, career gas can, uh, you know, and I think that this is a good spot to target him. And it uh, feels like, you know, he won't be too ch- they won't be too chalky, these uh, Pirates bats, so it's a good spot to go. Uh, Albert Amora probably would be batting higher in the lineup on this Cubs offense. Uh, whenever they face a lefty, he usually bats a little bit higher, so I think that's something to keep an eye on, see what that Cubs offense ends up being uh, when, it, when it gets rolled out. I think that's a good spot to look. And, yeah, I don't hate the Detroit bats either. Like you said, J.D. and Upton are definitely uh, good places to look. Um and if you want to get some Houston Astros exposure, I think you want to look at uh, Marwin Gonzalez and look at some Beltron and George Springer if you have the cap, but he's just so expensive. He's, like, super expensive. So, um, yeah, Nelson Cruz. If I have the money for Nelson Cruz, he's getting in there. And I think uh, Benjamin Gamel, too. You want to focus on those lefties on that Seattle offense. So I think that's a good spot to go. So uh, so that's, that's probably where I'm looking at the most um, is going to just correlate to the rest of my lineup depending on who I put in. So, yeah. Yeah, I like those Seattle bats. I like Mitch Hanniger, and I like Ben Gamble, too. I'm on a first-name basis with him, Josh. I don't know about you. You call him Benjamin, but Ben Gamble and me, I play him a lot. I love him. He's a good good option. Uh, ben Gamble, like that Mitch Hanniger and Cruz, again, that's like kind of like they'll play three outfielders from the same team, and not a lot of people like doing that. Uh, yeah, uh, Cruz, uh, Gamble, and Hanniger, I love playing them. They're all going to be batting towards the top of the order against a gas can like uh, Anibal Sanchez. I think that's a great option to go. And uh, again, I kind of agree with you on that Pirates take, right? I think uh, you can kind of, I think people are kind of sleeping on them a little bit. Uh, I, I think I'm going to play them, I think, because uh, I actually stacked up the Milwaukee and Pittsburgh and had a pretty good tournament finish last year, and it was a good strategy. And if that roof is open in Milwaukee, right, like that's great. And with a lot of those lefties, right? Like, uh, like there's not a lot of them in the lineup, but like, an, uh, there's lefty powers helped in that Milwaukee park. So an Adam Frazier, Gary Polanco, like you said, and I could pair like uh, a Andrew McCutcheon in there, and then I can get a Josh Bell, who's a switch hitter, who then is lefty. I know McCutcheon's a righty, but uh, you know, I like putting McCutcheon in my stacks. I know he hasn't been the best this year, but uh, he's a guy that just has tons of power and has been, you know, kind of getting a little unlucky this year and maybe not having the best season, but uh, it should turn around for him, I would believe. But yeah, I think that pirate stack is a, is an interesting uh, low own option that you can go to. And especially if that roof is open, that's something I'll keep in mind with Milwaukee because that's always a good thing. If the roof is open and it ends up being hot there, people overlook that. So yeah, that's about it for me in the outfield though. It's, it's a loaded slate. Absolutely love it. It's funny. I was like looking at the slate and I mean, like team like the Nationals, uh, the Red Sox, and the Astros are teams that we really didn't mention a ton. I mean, I know maybe you did. I didn't mention them a ton though. And like, I'm probably gonna fade them for the most part. Maybe get like a little couple one-offs, but that's it. It's a scary spot to be at, but man, that just speaks to the nature of the slate, right? It's it's absolutely loaded. Yeah, yeah. It's there's so many options at bats, and um, you know, pitching. I think it just goes Kershaw, and then wherever wherever after that, you know. So uh, so I think that you have. You have some good options here. It's gonna be a fun slate to watch, man. There's just like, I think we're gonna see some good, some good, uh, some good offense here on this slate, and then maybe we'll see a nice little pitchers duel at night against uh, Wheeler and Kershaw. We'll see, but uh, yeah, that, I think that we're gonna, we're definitely gonna have a uh, some some good runs, <laughs> so some good uh, some high run games here. Uh, so I think that's something to look out for. Uh, it's gonna be a fun day to watch the games, you know, to actually watch them and see uh, see the ball flying around. So uh, anything else you want to mention here before we wrap it up, or should we uh, move on to the stack of the day? Oh, yeah, let's head over to the stack of the day. All right, you kick us off, Travis. Who are you stacking up? Uh, yeah, so I like I haven't built yet, right? But like that, this is without mentioning with Kershaw. Like, I want to get a stack with Kershaw. Uh, I think that's like the route I'm end up going. Kershaw, you're gonna want in your tournaments. I feel like I might go 100% with him. I don't know yet because I have not built a ton. I built a little bit, but I haven't I haven't actually built yet. I mean, I have lineups, so uh. I, without mentioning that, I think my favorite stack is going to be Seattle, right? Against Anibal Sanchez, an absolute gas can. Uh, I think he's the guy I want to uh, target. So uh, Seattle is my stack of the night. It's just a great spot to go with all these guys. I and mean, we have Gamble, Hanniger, Cano, Seeger, 
Cruz, Valencia, uh, Zanino, and you can even throw in a Modder or a Dyson too. Don't mind them. It's like interesting low-owned options that can just help make your Seattle stack different. So uh, Seattle's my stack of the day. Uh, but again, if you want to ask, uh, hit me up on Twitter, and uh, I'll definitely tell you who my favorite stack is maybe with Kershaw, right? I don't have that yet, but I think I'm going to be looking for that. That was something I was kind of thinking to myself. Like, I, I need to find a stack that I'm going to you know fall in love with with Kershaw. And I don't know if Seattle will be able to fit with that. It might be difficult. So depends on what you know what we do and how the slate shapes out when lineups come out one night and trying to figure out who your SB2 is, right? That's the other thing, uh, which will help determine the last uh, the stack that I would want. But yeah, just uh, hit me up on Twitter if you want to ask about that. But Seattle's a stack. You know, just looking at the slate is my favorite one. Yeah, I'm on board with that Seattle stack. Um, my stack of the day here is going to be the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, I think they go super under-owned here, and they I just feel like they're going to score a lot of runs in this Texas ballpark. Um, against this Dirks kid. So I, I, I really, really like these Toronto Blue Jays a lot, and I think that you should definitely consider stacking them in tournaments. So um, that's that's the route I'm going to go. And I think we could also both agree that the San Francisco Giants are worth stacking as well. I think they make the stack list for us. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I kind of think they're going to be a stack I can make with Kershaw. I don't know. I I love the Giants, though. They're, they're definitely another one I'm a, I'm a big fan of today. So uh, that that that's when I'm going to have a ton of interest in for sure. And I'm, I'm already like, as you were talking, I was like playing around and building a team with it. So it's, it's with uh, Kershaw and the Giants. So I think that's when I'm going to like a ton of that too, for sure. All right, there you go. So with that, we're going to wrap this up. Go ahead, give us both a follow on Twitter. My handle is at Real Joshua Giant. You can follow Travis at Travis Mangone, M-A-N-G-O-N-E. Go ahead, shoot over any questions or any comments you might have as the lineups pop out throughout the day and you're building your lineups, you have any questions, uh, you want to shoot over to us, we're here for you guys. You know, We're always always uh, happy to interact with you guys on Twitter, so go ahead and do that. But uh, other than that, we're going to wrap this up. Go ahead and uh, have uh, you know have some, some fun today. There's going to be some good games to watch. Uh, and we're going to see you guys tomorrow. We'll be filling in for Dan once again tomorrow and then one, one more time on Wednesday. So looking forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. For my co-host, Travis Mango, and I'm Josh, Sir Giant. Peace out, Grinders. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only.